the following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Welcome back to another episode of the Ratchet Ramblers podcast brought to you by the CSPN. I am one half of your host, Jeremy, a.k.a. Black Dante, a.k.a. Confucius, a.k.a. Durag Jesus, a.k.a. Shade Tree Samuel, a.k.a. Dark Chrism, a.k.a. Nigga, how the fuck is Football Wives already over and it just began? And as usual, I am joined by my friend and my co-host. It is your girl Intense Desire, aka Candace, aka if a if a broad throw a fake dildo at you, you really gotta scrap. It's really no way around it. <laughs> <laughs> AKA but she deserved it. <laughs> hey. hey, listen. I can't even like normally we, we jump into the church announcement, but I just gotta say Stacy handled that phenomenally because she could have just threw hands. She could have just put hands and feet on Carmina ham hock neck having ass. But you know what? She threw a dildo at her. That is grade A chestnut checkers. She said, here's a dick for you to eat and threw it. Nigga, I slid off the goddamn bed because I didn't catch it at first because the way she said it and then walked off and then I was like, and it looked like she threw something and I was like, what the hell? And then the camera <laughs> zoomed out and panned down to the floor and I was like, oh my sweet Jesus. She threw a damn, uh, it wasn't even, it was, a, it was, not only was it a, a deal though, it was a dick lollipop. She threw a dick lollipop at her, Candace. So not only was this insulting on a I said what the fuck I said and fuck you moment, it was also insulting because you you know you know Stacy did that shit as an insult to Carmina's weight. I was like, oh my lord, it was perfect. It, and you it know was, what? It was very perfect. Like I I hold I cannot hold you. It was perfect. It was it was it was spot on. That is I'm about to start talking like it, like a like a food kind of story. Shit was exquisite. <laughs> <laughs> it was that. That is how you read somebody and then walk off. That is how you handle your business. I ain't seen somebody. I ain't seen somebody with a more perfect walk off than Barack Obama saying he won uh, both of them and then saying Obama out. I ain't seen one since then. It, was, it was. It was perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> we might <laughs> we might name this episode after Stacey, to be honest. I don't know. We got to see what else we're going to talk about. But um, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Ratchet Rambling. We are found on the CSPN network. You can go to our website, CSPN.us, and click that podcast tab and go to Ratchet Ramblings and check out all, all, all of our episodes thus far. And if you like us, you can... 
uh, share us with your friends, and you can listen to us. Uh, we are found on Apple Music, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio. However you listen to your podcast, through your podcast listening device, just search Ratchet Ramblings and leave a review, and we will read it on the air. Um, I, as I'm checking right now, we haven't uh, got any new ones, but, you know, keep listening and, you know, leave a review, and we will read it on the air, and to help keep us and all the other shows on our network free, go to um, keep that keep our podcast free tab on our website, cspn.us, and shop with all of our sponsors. And all it does is a portion of your proceeds will go to the network to help keep the lights on. So you won't have to pay to listen to me sound like um, 3 a.m. at Waffle House. Yeah, let's go with that. Um, so, so, Normally, we give a passing mention of um, of track and field wives uh, because it's of the Ratchet TV that we watch. It is very middling at best, but these niggas already have a season finale and the season is over. We don't know if they're going to have a reunion, but the last two episodes were juicy enough and interesting enough and had just enough drama for us to talk about, so... We gonna um, actually talk about um, Pro Bowl wives at at length a little bit today. <laughs> Who knew? Hey, so I kind of had a inkling that the finale was gonna be kind of bomb, but I didn't expect all of this. Yeah, it was a lot. It was it was everything that the actual season should have been, if yes. that makes sense. Yes, um, it had. You know what it had it had a it, it had a, a, a good cause, a good main cause, uh something serious. It had messiness, it had pettiness, it had shade, it had insults, and someone got a um a a, a, a dick dildo um lollipop thrown at them. I I pretty much say that's how you end the season finale. Yeah, yeah. If you gotta end some shit, end it like that. Yeah, if if you're gonna fuck around, fuck around expeditiously. Yeah. They did. They definitely gave us the bang that we was looking for. Finally. Finally. It took Finally. them all goddamn season. Oh, motherfucking season. But we got it. They got, got us. It. We finally got there. Uh, and I and I appreciated it. Let's yeah. Not, yeah. Yeah. I definitely yeah. appreciated it. Yeah. Oh, uh, so uh, and 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 we and you know what? We got it before Michael Vick shut the whole thing down. <laughs> <laughs> well, so let me say. The um, first, so okay, Michael Vick told Kiafa to meet with Stacy and squash this because Stacy and Kiafa was making uh, Vick's relationship, yeah, with the with, with Stacy's husband really, really awkward and strained, and he didn't like that because they do so. Let's backtrack. I so I didn't like Stacy at the beginning of the season, I kind of go up for her now. First of all, she's about her business. I didn't know till this last episode that she and her uh, husband own gyms. They own gyms and they get a lot of celebrity clients and athletes in there. Right. Bossy. She over there bossing. She she got a lot going on with her husband for her to be the quote unquote stalker. Right. Which I'm which I'm so tired. This see, this is why we gotta have a reunion. Um and I'm hoping we get one because we really need to date that shit. Look. And I think I think as a matter of fact, I think the very first episode we did and we talked about this shit, you um 
if not the first episode, the second episode, and definitely, um, as a matter of fact, when we had Curtis on, you said, Candace, ain't no way she the stalker and she married this nigga. Like, somebody lying. The math ain't math enough. No, so. and, it, and it hasn't and it hasn't been since they came brought to the show that whole stalker bullshit, which is why I'm kind of glad that Stacey um, is pushing went, back. Uh, yes, I'm glad Stacey stood up for herself. Like, that is one of the best things to that I've seen her do this season was to be like, nah, you bitches not. Not me, not today, not now, not ever. Right. Y'all tried it. Tried it and failed. Keep right. it cute. Right. Mark within the lines on the Scantron test. Yep. Know your lane, stay in it. Because right. you pushing, you start pushing over here, you're going you gonna to crash. Full speed right. ahead. And you don't have insurance. Stacy is with the shits. And one of y'all in danger going to key off of you up here trying to have beef and you pray and you pray. Now, what you, what? What? Are you okay? No, she's not okay. No, the fuck she is not okay. Uh, but yeah, I'm uh, I'm definitely glad she's been pushing back on that because she is not a side chick. Uh, and also, um, like, not. I mean, we keep it honest. Nobody on that show really can have a moral high ground to Stacey if we keeping it a hundred. I mean, I mean, if if we if we, if we gonna bear the truth, let's bear the truth. I mean, nobody on that show, wives and husbands included, is necessarily a saint, quote unquote. So. Yeah, so there's that. There's that, um, and especially in your case, Kiafa, because uh, let's not um, forget you married, Michael. You married whole... to a felon, so you might as well sit down and shut yeah, the fuck I mean, up. Yeah, I mean, you mean, I, yeah, I mean, let's, I mean, yeah. So, but anyway, um, yeah. Also, I didn't. Know, so, so this is. So we start off where we. Uh, they start off where they started off in episode five with the whole sit down with Kiafa and Stacy and. I I have I don't have an issue obviously with them like reconciling or whatever, but okay here's the thing. So Kiafa's whole thing is that Stacy uh about the thing with uh, Stacy saying uh whatever she said about her mom. So VH1 did a very good thing, um in my opinion, and they treated that kind of like how they treated um Yandy. When Yandy would tell so many lies and VH1 would roll the receipts like, now hold on now. And that's kind of what they did here because Kiafa's thing is, you said we got into an exchange of words and you and I said my mom's dead and and Stacy said, good, fuck you, yada, yada, yada. Now, v, they played the tape. They was exchanging words. Stacy said, and, you're, and you need to take your mom off medication. Kiafa yeah, said. No, so Kiafa started it the exchange starting with Kiafa was like, oh, I see you off your meds. You need to get back on your meds. And, and oh, Stacey yeah. was like, maybe your mama need to get back on her meds. And yeah. Kiafa was like, my mom is, my mom died. And Stacey was like, good. And that's the, and that's where it ended. It, it wasn't this whole extra shit that Kiafa is trying to push where she's accusing Stacey of saying, good, fuck your mama, fuck her, yada, yada, yada. That's not what the fuck happened. Yeah. She, and, said, good, yeah. and that was her. that. Cause then after that we get Carmina throwing a drink in a pregnant Stacy's face. Yes. And so, um, one, like you said, I'm so glad VH1 didn't let them keep putting all that salt on that one situation. Like, girl, she didn't say fuck your dad, mom, or none of that. Two, you kicked it off. And this is something that I hate that people do. When people don't like what somebody is saying or doing, 
they put it on mental illness, that is trash. Oh, you doing this, that, and the third mental illness. Oh, you doing ABC, you not on your meds. It's the same as when uh, people, when, when men or women don't like something the man is doing, like, oh, you must not like women, you must be gay. Yeah. That is trash. You are trash. So after the season ended, aside, like I started out liking Kiafa and not caring so much for Stacy. After the season finale, I really like Stacy. I don't care too much for Kiafa because she doesn't take responsibility for the shit shows that she creates. Because the shit show with her and Stacy was definitely on her. Stacy and her husband, if I'm not mistaken, had an issue with uh Michael Vick and Kiafa's dog shitting on their lawn or some shit like that. Or they had they had pit bulls and they had an issue with them having pit bulls with them having kids. It was something like that. Yeah, basically they got they got into a disagreement over a dog. Over a dog. And um, it didn't and and it didn't need to go to that stream because if I'm not mistaken, it started over the dog and Kiafa brought up uh, uh Stacy being allegedly a side yeah, chick. And it's like first, nigga, y'all mm-hmm. neighbors, what are you doing? The first time we heard Stacy's name on the show, she called her Stacy the Stalker. Exactly. So Kiafa kicked that off. And then the other thing is, if you are my friend and you throw a drink in a pregnant woman's face, you are not my friend anymore. One thing that I do not like and I don't necessarily go up for is my friends being so far in the wrong that it could be considered criminal. Like if if you know, like the shit with that Stacy said, if me and Stacy friends, I'd be like, hey, friend, uh-uh. I don't care how mad we are. We don't got to go that low. Yeah. We don't, don't got to do that. And that's and that's understandable and reasonable because, and uh, just real quick, like, I, my mother passed when I was eight. She passed in a car accident. And I've been in those situations where I, because you know kids are assholes. Growing up, what somebody has said, you know, your mama, and I'm like, you know, hey, my mom's dead. You know, I know we we join it or we into it or whatever, but we don't need to go that far. And some of them have been have been like, oh, my bad, you know, and whatever. And then some people have been like, so, and we just got scrapping because you ain't gonna talk about my dead mama. But what I didn't do is embellish the truth and saying what well, they said, fuck your mama and fuck a grave and spit on it and all X, Y, and Z because. I don't need to do that because if you say, if I tell you something is wrong and you say so, that's the end of the wrong. I don't need to compound the wrong by blowing it up to what it is. Let the wrong be the wrong. You don't have to add on to the wrong with you lying and embellishing it because now you're wrong. And that's what Kiafa did in that situation. In that situation. Yeah. I just want to. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. She's so she's been wrong the majority of the season. And so Kiafa is like, Lawrence from Insecure. <laughs> this, Lawrence like, not gonna be your mentions when they listen to this. <laughs> what I mean by that is Kiafa is one of those people that she could be dead ass wrong. She can contribute highly to a situation going to shit. But once you do something wrong to her, she is going to act like what you did was so bad that what she did no longer matters. Right. And at the like, even when they sat down and ate, Stacy apologized. Kiafa never apologized for being mean to that girl, for disrespecting her, for dragging her name through the mud. Like right. she totally 
went into a victim tailspin, <laughs> crying and shit, buckets and boohoo tears about her mom and this, that, and the third. And, and it's like... Play- Oh, and then playing Stacy because when Stacy saw that she was like, "Oh damn!" And I think and uh, Stacy's whole thing was, um, "I'm not defending it if you know if I said it, I just don't remember because I was so mad. But if I, you know, you saying I said it, then my bad, that was wrong, you know. But Kiafa never allowed that because she, like you said, she played the victim and she started the waterworks and shit. And like you said, she never apologized for her role in any of this shit. Nope, none whatsoever." And so that brings us to Carmina. And when uh, Miko met with Carmina, Carmina was like, I'll apologize to Stacy if she apologizes to Kiafa. There's no if. Bitch, you were wrong. You were like completely wrong. You were so wrong that that girl could have pressed charges on you if she wanted to. Yeah. That's how wrong you were. So regardless of what, what she and Kiafa had going on, it gave you absolutely no right to throw a drink in her face while she was pregnant. Right. And that her, is like her standing her big ass in that wrongness has really bothered me. Like Yeah, her key like Carme, like you and Stacy's issue is different from Stacy and Kiafa's issue. Her, their issue has nothing to do with you. And you and and some people do this where where if it's their friend, they decide to take up for them but end up being more wrong, create a more wrong than either their friend or the person that their friend is engaging with. Exactly. Because you had no right to throw that. And then she, and then she tried to downplay it. Um, well, well, it is. Okay. So Miko Grimes has this event for CTE. Um, and it's a very big event event and everybody is, excited about it um because it's a very you know serious issue and especially for the players um because you know for for all intents and purposes i mean they're kind of alone in the fight against cte because you know we can wax poetic all day about how the nfl ain't shit but that's another episode for another day um and so after kiafa and stacy reconcile or make up or whatever so there, it, Miko invites everybody to this event, which is another thing that Miko does that's annoying, but we'll get to her in a minute. And so, Carmina's there, Stacey's there. This is not the environment. If if Carmina and, um, and Stacey are going to have this conversation to resolute anything, this is not the environment to have that conversation. Have that conversation just, just like Kiafa and Stacey did, somewhere alone, the two of them, not around a whole bunch of people and not at this kind of event. Like this is like none of that it says it's gonna end well. So Kiafa gonna tell her ass, oh yeah, I think you should go over there. Really? Really, Kiafa? Really? You think this is gonna end well at an event like this? Well, it's a bunch of people, crowds, liquor is involved. You think this is this is going to be a fruitful conversation at an event like this? Really, Kiafa? Come on now. Yeah. It was it was I don't know. So we get to <laughs> so this the CTE uh, fundraiser awareness event when Stacy threw that lollipop dildo dick thing. Stacy, you are this week's Ratchet Ramblings MVP. Yes, and we're gonna make we, this yes, you are this week's MVP. We go up for you, Stacy, Queen. After watching the whole season. You really handled yourself with a lot more poise than most would have because 
Um, it's quite a few asses that should have been kicked this season that did not kick, and we commend you yeah. because Carmina would be in like Carmina would be in jail. I'd be filing pressing charges against Carmina. I'd have a restraining order against Carmina, and she wouldn't even be allowed on the show because it would violate the restraining order. I am that petty. You are a great person, Stacy. The irony of them saying the irony of of all of them saying that uh, Stacy is ratchet and classless, yet she's demonstrated more class than the people that saying that she's classless. She's not throwing drinks in pregnant women's faces. She was kind enough and mature enough to squash things with Kiafa, and she did not whip uh, Carmina's ass, and she could have. So, like Easily I said. You are the MVP, Stacy. Yes. Carmina, you are an asshole, and you are the loud, fat friend who is always getting the rest of the crew in some shit because you don't know when to sit down and shut up. Yeah, she's perfect. Oh, go ahead. She is not the she's not the 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 friend that you want around. She's one of those people you could deal with one on one, but in group settings and. She just keeps too much shit going. She she does too much. She that friend that you know if you take them to the club with you, y'all gonna be fighting. Yep. Yeah, that's that's Carmina. She 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 extra. She does a lot, but uh, someone else that does a lot. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Miko Grimes is annoying as shit. Uh, I, I really so um. I'll be honest, what initially drew me in was when I found out Miko was on the show. Because you know how she is. Yeah, Miko's reputation precedes her. So I was just kind of, you know, let me see how she is on camera. I've heard on other people's podcasts. She's always very outspoken on Twitter and social media in general, especially where her husband's career is concerned. And I don't necessarily see a huge issue with some of the things she says and does because she should only be... She, We only allude to her being loud and verbose and aggressive because she's a woman because men do the things that Miko does all the time when they have an issue with something. That's true. But she is really annoying on the show and it really shocked me because I I would think somebody as no nonsense is her, wouldn't mind her business on a lot of things. Right. And she didn't. I also didn't expect her to be such a weird, needy type of friend. Like, again, the whole calling somebody in the middle of your anniversary and asking them why they didn't come to the party, and especially when they didn't RSVP or anything. Like, all of that made her really come across like a weirdo to me. And she's eight years older than Brent, which, no big deal. But she's, I think she feels more like his mom then his wife and that dynamic is also very creepy. Yeah, even though um, in this and was it not not the finale, but the one before it, she said she didn't before he before he met her, he didn't even know how to write a check, and he comes across as the type of person that needs to be told and taught what to do and hold their hand. Like we said it before, like he never looks he never looks like he wants to be there. He's always he always looks aloof. And then the conversations that they have, it never seems like he's all the way there. You know what I mean? It's like he, it, it seems like you have to hold his hand and everything. And Miko, I, I, I think Miko does despise that, but she ain't gonna leave the nigga. You know what I mean? She, it's like she, she hate being like his, his, 
his wife mama, but she don't want to leave the nigga too because she so, loves. So Brent looks kind of special needs to me, like kind of. I told you when he was playing for the Falcons, me and my sister used to call him a flying monkey. He he looks like he has has he kind of what's the best? He's he looks like he kind of puts me in the mind of Forrest Gump, if. <laughs> <laughs> Like he kind of has that that kind of s- uh, slow demeanor that Forrest had. Like he's Brent a great Gump. he's a great athlete, but he probably doesn't know his ABCs. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I hate you. I mean, like people say the nigga didn't know how to write a check until he until he met her. So when he and like so the thing that I'm trying that I'm trying to think about is. How, can we? How long has Brent Grimes been in the NFL? Oh, hold on, I can do the research real quick. Give me just a second. Because thirty-one, though. So, hold on. On the Air Podcast, the research, oh, right? Because this is going to. So okay, he married Miko Grimes in two thousand and ten. Yeah. Um. He's thirty-four. Yeah, he's thirty-four, and so. He's, he came into the NFL in 2006. In 2006, he could not write a check. Brent Grimes has got to be a little learning disabled. Yeah, he may be dyslexic. Or more. Yeah. Or, or, or more. Let's, let's be honest. He's been in the NFL for 10 years. He's been married to Miko. Well, he's been in the NFL for 11 years. He's been married to Miko since 2010. So prior to that, he had no knowledge of uh, how to really take care of himself, manage his money. And that is really, that is really, yeah, that's really weird. And so Miko has a husband, son, and a son. (laughs) And Miko is trying to raise her husband and her son and it's kind of like some weird Oedipus complex shit that they have going on, whether we want to admit to it or not. Because Miko reminds me of one of those chicks on Twitter that be like, when I met my man, he couldn't wipe his ass. He didn't know how to do laundry. <laughs> he didn't make grilled cheese, but I still love him. And I did his laundry like, okay. <laughs> so you had a grown ass newborn. Great. <laughs> God damn it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I said it. All right, the razor. Uh, hey, she <laughs> she's the opposite of that K Michelle song. Can't raise a man. <laughs> yeah, we'll raise a man. We'll raise a man. And I, but I do want to say, if there's a one uh, one plus to this, I will say that Miko does not look forty two. She she looks, you know, even though I don't know, like, she kind of attractive, she kind of not, but she does look good to be 42. She does. Yeah. I'll say that. She looks it's, she looks good for her age, but... It, it does. And you know what? Um, I'll put it, uh, I'll just put a little um, sidebar about her fineness. It's, it's, it's like you, it's, it's like you said. She, she fine, but then she not, but then she is, but not really... But when she dresses, she it, she dresses moderately well, in my opinion. When she like when she dressed down, like she looks good. 
Like I thought she looked very good at the uh, at the at the uh, at the CTU charity event. She looked fine as fuck. Well. Yeah, yeah. It's still still her, you know, her overall fineness is questionable. But you know, when she when she when she when she when she dialed it up, she looks. You can't question the fineness then, you know. But yeah, still. Um, um, is that is it anything else? Mm, no, not for that. Yeah, because that was that was basically it. The, the drama, even though it was just like one storyline of drama that we've been waiting for. Well, two really. I mean, it like a three way, three triangle of drama. It was still worth it. Oh, oh, one thing, one thing, one thing. Um, I wonder how this whole thing with Asante Samuel wanting to box is going to play out because it seems like he really wants to do this shit, but everybody close to him is telling him, like, bro, what the fuck? Like, we are we are at this event for CTE for a reason, and you still want to box. Like, I don't – because – Especially on Julius, he's really like, like I, he he really is like on the the forefront of of like battling CTE and being proactive in this um, in his form of activism about this issue and stuff. And you know, you can tell like all the men on the cast are pretty close, and he's just looking at Asante uh, like, dude, what like what do you like? Come on, bro, like. We don't know when this disease may or may not affect us, and you're only adding to it for this passion. Like you, I'm not saying you have to be stay at home and do nothing, but dog, this 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 just might not be wise, you know. So I wonder how I wonder if if they come if we get another season, how that's gonna play out. Because I mean, obviously none of us can tell son, uh, him what to do is his life, but like I, if I was his friend, I would be like Julius. I'd be like, bro, come on, like. Is it really worth risking even further injury to yourself when we're prone because of the sport that we just got out of? We're already prone to this shit that could end your life. Um, so I do agree with you there slightly, but then I am on the other end where it's kind of like I understand the not the thrill, but I understand what he's going after with it because it takes um retirement as much as we talk about being able to retire one day and live our best lives it is really hard to go from being gainfully employed to sitting around your house eating fruit loops all day so i do kind of understand um and wanted to do something something anything at this point i do get it yeah but like you said at 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 what cost yeah. Are we going to do this, sir? Yeah. Like Like I don't blame him for wanting to do it and do something. I just, you know, is it like worth you, Yeah. Like you said, like hasn't your family and your wife and your kids haven't they suffered enough with never being sure if you're gonna if ever if this hit is going to be the hit. Right. You know? So I get it on both ends but i do think what's best for your family should should take the cake in situations like this right right um but yeah hope um we'll see but hopefully hopefully he makes you know the decision that i I want him to have i kind of want him to have both you know i mean i want him to have you know find something and you know because i'm you know i do understand like you go from 
being active and stuff and then, you know, retired and not doing anything. I, I definitely, you know, understand him, you know, and that passion for doing something still burning in you. I get it. Um, yeah. But, you know, hopefully he can find something that won't put him, 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 his family and his friends, people that love him in, you know, more um, peril and limbo, like wondering, like you said, if this hit is going to be the, the hit and the last hit. Yeah. Um, so I think that's it for, um, Football um, wise, um, I don't know. We'll see if we'll get another season. Um, maybe not. I don't know. But um, for this, so what's your overall grade for like this new for the for the for the for the pilot season? What's your overall grade? Uh, I'm gonna give it a strong C. Okay, well C plus, or just you know, no, just, just a C, just, just a C. regular, regular yeah. old C. Okay. Like it was cool, but it was it was there, eh, but it was eh, you know what I'm saying? Like it was there, but it wasn't there, but it was kind of there. It was it was average, so I think a C is fitting. Yeah, it was it was like um it was like <laughs> uh it was like a joke one one of us or maybe even Curtis said last week where it's like you show at the gym and then you just get a C for changing out. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty that's pretty much it. I I agree with you. I'll give it a C. Um. I would go C plus only on the strength of how the how I ended the finale because that was pretty good, oh, but, no, okay. but no more than that, no more than that. I got you. Um, so let's move on to. <laughs> do you want to do Black Ink or Love and Hip Hop first? I'm uh, kind of leaning towards doing Black Ink because it's some more extra supplementary supplementary material with Love and Hip Hop. <laughs> yeah, let's do let's do let's do Black Ink first, and then yeah, and, and move on. Okay, so uh, I had to catch up um, because last week was kind of hectic, and I was at work trying to get some OT because you know, young and, and as a, a great philosopher once said, "Get paid, young nigga, get paid." Um, so I had to catch up, and I just <laughs> I, two things I I text Candace this week when we leading up to us recording. Two things: one. That was probably the dumbest plan that I ever seen in my damn life. These niggas really <laughs> kidnapped Jen <laughs> to get her back with Van Fat Ass. And then two, Charmaine never takes an opportunity to let us know that she don't wear no damn drawers. So I used to think that Charmaine was kind of fine, but Charmaine looks like she has a, a bacterial infection. <laughs> She looks you know, like she she looks like she stink. You know what it is? You thought she was kind of fine because in her confessionals, she always does look relatively good. But on the show, like you said, she all she looked like she got some. Yeah, she just always looked like her cooter cat stinks. And all right, uh, I'm all not right. gonna act like you know. Okay. All right. Okay, so I'm 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 the one that's wrong. Okay. I mean, you cool. did lie, but. I was just saying. I didn't think I was lying. <laughs> oh, but yeah, she and she she's such a goofy. But you know, whatever. But um, I where you want to start? I, like, I guess we could start with the plan. Um, that was bless that baby heart. Like I know she wanted Jen to come back, but that was not a very smart plan at all. <laughs> like nigga, so, they could have went to jail. <laughs> so. I okay. I am kind of disgusted with that only because 
what Van is doing and teaching his daughter is that a man can treat you any kind of way and instead of changing, you could just beg for him back and that's good enough. Yeah, because nothing about Van tells me that he's going to change and do right. Well, he gave her a key to the apartment she was already living in in a ring box. <sighs> that was probably the most Twitter nigga we, apology I've ever seen. We at least top at least top five. Our our girls, our up and coming young black women, they deserve to see better examples of relationships than that. Yes. And I am holding steadfast to that. Correct. Um, nothing about Jen and Van is healthy. It, and, I, and, you know, I hate to be serious, but it's kind of like, it kind of turned my stomach that this is what a young black girl w- was seeing. Yeah. And has been seeing, because like you said, Van been mistreating Jen. And Jen going back just kind of blew me because I was just like, all right, sis. Yeah. All right. Yeah, because we we literally went from one week saying that Jen is reclaiming her time and saying, fuck this nigga, to now she taking this nigga back. It's like, come on, Jen. Come on, baby. You deserve better than this. But then maybe you don't because you went back to this nigga. (laughs) Yeah, that's like, it's kind of like, you hate to be like, well, you get what you get, but part of reclaiming your time, reclaiming your energy is knowing when you doing the fucking up in the situation. Like, oh, okay. I'm just going to keep letting this nigga do any old thing to me? Nah. Right. Like, you had your friend being. The friend and being. Being your friend. You went from a, from a, you went from a van to a being, and now you went back to a van. Like, what you doing? What you doing? It just always reminds me how little women think they deserve, if if that makes sense. Like, it just always feels like we going to settle for whatever. Yeah. Just, well, so we could, just so we could be happy and have some goddamn love. We just going to let niggas do us however. Yeah, I will. I mean, to get serious for just a bit, I know this is Ratchet Ramblers, but... I mean, well, me, me and Candace got to act like we done just because we're talking about racial TV. Like, come on now. Um, like, it's a societal thing. Like, we instill that in society. Like, y'all have to settle for whatever just to have a man. And then we also socialize men to not put in any effort to be better. So it's like, you got it. You got it both ways. Where it's like, you socializing men to not strive to be decent human beings. And you also socializing and teaching girls and teaching women to settle because men ain't never going to be better than what the scraps of what we are now. So nobody wins. Yeah. It's, it's, it was really pathetic. Yeah. And it's like, we, Jen, when, when Jen, when Jen left that nigga, she was wearing better wig. She had that new, that new nigga hair, hairstyle. She, that dress she had on. Now she don't went back to, she went back to soccer mom jeans and Mary J. Blige wigs. And a bang. Like, and a bang. <laughs> she went back to the mystery to Auntie Bang. God damn it, Jen. Damn it. Exactly. We was right. rooting for you. We was all rooting for you. Exactly. Damn it. Ugh, but fuck, man. And, and then on top of that, 
But you know, on top of that, while we talking about it, like also um, going back to you, um, what you were saying about how what example Van is setting for for his daughter. Also, nigga, that what y'all did was was fucking illegal. <laughs> like, nigga, like what 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 example are you setting for your child? Where you're like, hey. You can do some illegal shit and possibly go to jail like my jailbird ass did. Like as a parent, as you trying to be a hands-on parent, that would have been a prime damn moment for you to be a hands-on parent and say, uh, no, we're not kidnapping somebody. Like that's a fucking crime. Like what you doing? Hard to hard to make good decisions as a parent when you're not really one that's around. Like Well, that also is true. That, yeah. I mean, well, yeah, yeah. I we mean, whatever. Like, I know I don't uh, I'm just uh, Nigga, it's all show. Fuck it. <laughs> I don't like to make a habit of questioning other people's parenting habits, but let's be honest. Van is not really in that little girl's life because he don't know shit that goes on with her. He don't know who, she, what little boy she talking to. He don't know what her grades are like because let me tell you something. If your child is getting a D or F in anything, the teacher should be calling you. Hey, Mr. Whatever the nigga real name is. Hey, Mr. Jailbird. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> your daughter's not doing too hot in school you know would you like to come would you and her mom be able to come up for a conference so that we could get her back on the right path academically like right hey hey mr walking dialysis machine what day could you come in for a parent teacher conference like no like seriously when i would be doing like when my level of when my quality of schoolwork would drop, my mother was the first person to know, hey, the school called me. What's going on with your grades? Exactly. Your teacher called me. What's going on? Exactly. She, she, she said you slagging off. Do we have a problem? Right. Something and even, we, need to, we need to fix. You need some tutoring. Is it hard? Is it difficult? What's going on? Let's get you back on the right path with the school stuff. Exactly. You know, I don't play that. Right. Like uh, like a progress report or something like when I was in school, we, you know, up to a certain grade, we had you know progress reports. They would let the the you know the teacher the teacher would let the child children know on on or the parents know on the progress report. Hey, maybe they're slacking in this area, or hey, maybe they need to improve, or just saying that hey, that your child is doing excellent, keep up the good work, like something, nigga, something, something. But yeah, Van, uh, mm, father of the year. <clears throat> Or more like ham hawker of the year, but that's neither here nor there. Um, so um, so remember when I told y'all that Junior act like he ain't used to pussy before? We must have never seen Cobra. Uh, well, well, yeah, that, that that's also true. That that's true. That's true as fuck. I'm gonna get the other second. But that nigga, how long Lily been on the show? How many episodes? Like what, three, four? Uh, if that, yeah, if that. If that and this nigga Junior done told Lily that he loved her. What? <laughs> what? Well, so in all fairness, it is like a, a time gap in when they recording and how they edit it together. So they might have been recording this shit for however long the shit was on break. I don't remember when the last season started and ended, but it's like a it's like a six month time frame when they recording the season. So, cause I mean, I figured that out cause you, you can see the season changes in the episodes. Like yeah, when it first started, I think it seemed a little snowy and then, and then the shit seemed nice out. Then it seemed like a, a or it seemed like a fall day. So like, so they recorded long enough for the seasons to change. Yeah. You're right. But yeah. So 
Lily is a head case. Yes, and um oh oh let's backtrack. Tattooing is one of those professions, it's almost like uh rappers and, and, and actors and, and athletes and shit. It's one of those professions where the men in the profession, some and the women too, get a lot of play all yeah. of the time. And it's one of those things where a little bit of flirting can take you a long way in building your customer base up. Let's get that. Let's be honest about that. Because it's it's a customer service job. The friendlier you are, the, the more jovial you are, the more uh, inviting you are, the, the more willing people are to spend their money with you if your work is good as well. So this whole thing with... Lily going through his phone. Um, I seen that crazy coming from a mile away. Yeah, I, I wasn't really shocked when it happened. I was like, oh, okay, she finally pulled the trigger on her crazy. Right. But... <laughs> <laughs> right. You was waiting for you was waiting for her to go Super Saiyan. Like she had shown flashes. Like she had an aura coming around her, but you finally saw her hair glow yellow. <laughs> yeah, like I see. I was like, oh, okay, she finally unleashed it. Yes. Oh, okay. Right. You were like, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Locked and loaded. Right. <laughs> so Junior's reaction to it was kind of bitch ass. Like, did he throw a drink on her? Or did he just knock the drink over? Um, I, he knocked the drink over, and I think he knocked over a chair on the way out of the um. Okay. The- well, I, then I recant because I was like, if he threw a drink on her, he a ho ho. But nah, he, he didn't throw a drink. Where he the drink that was near him, he knocked it over and it spilled towards her right her way. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. And then yeah. He, knocked, he knocked over a chair on the way out. And shout out, shout out to the, uh, <laughs> shout out to the black dude who was in the background who was looking like, oh, <laughs> he, he was looking like, hey, what's going on here? <laughs> he was, his face was priceless. Shout out to that black dude with the dreads who looked. He was, he was like, is that drama? I see. He looked, he was like that Kim, oh, that Kim Kardashian gif when she popped out the bushes. She was like, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I think he, um, I think, um, I don't, I think Lily is not, go ahead. I think Lily is not ready for the relationship that she thinks she won't. Yeah. I think that too. She's crazy and she is insecure and she got a lot of baggage. And um, am I the only one? Also, we ain't seen Lily do shit, but that one tattoo that got her in the shop. Yeah, she damn near like Van. Damn near. The only doing one one damn tattoo. And uh, also, I think I think Lily, I think her and Junior are just incompatible because I don't think I, I like. I agree with every point you said about Lily, and I also add I don't think Junior is really mature enough to handle that that kind of relationship either. And also, I, I just don't think Junior is kind of mature to handle relationships. Kind of period. You know, he just doesn't give off that vibe. He still kind of gives off that weird. Like we talked about last week, Curtis. He kind of still gives off that weird, like I don't know, like kind of immature, childish behavior. You know what I mean? Like. I just, I, I don't know. It's just something about Junior that just don't click all the way. And, like, I don't think they're compatible for each other at all. I won't say that. I think Junior is capable of handling the relationship. I just don't think he cares to handle Lily's baggage in that in said relationship. Like, if it was somebody less insecure and less emotionally strenuous, I think we would see 
Another uh, Jr. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 I think we would, but I think people who oftentimes, and I've seen this before, people when when people who are emotionally healthy and not you know insecure, not not jealous, not a uh, what's the word I'm looking for, possessive and shit like that. When you when people like that encounter the counter the lilies of the world, they are extremely off put and oftentimes they still try to uh give it a chance. Yeah. And and then what you see happen is they check out yeah. on the whole situation. I feel like I will agree with you. I feel like Junior kind of just checked out. Yeah. Like he's just kinda like He kinda like going through the motions and shit. Yeah, like he don't wanna and I, what I feel like is he promised her, and this is what a lot of this is what a lot of people in like the situation I described do. The person that's good and don't have all the issues and drama, they make the mistake of making the promise that they'll try to not hurt the person and 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 be with them and be patient with them. And so you see them stuck because they don't want to break their promise, and they do end up breaking their promise. And I think that's kind of what we're gonna see with Junior and Lily should should we see them next season is we're going to see them. We're going to see the big blow up, especially when he finds out that Lily basically cheated on him after she had the hissy fit. Yep. Cause, cause you know, he gonna find out. Well, I take that back. He already found out. If oh, he, he watched did? it. Well, he found, he, he found out when he watched it. Cause remember, oh, yeah. remember yeah. they don't, they, they like the rest of everybody. They watch the season as is airing with us. They don't see, no sneak previews and shit like that. Oh, they yeah. get it. They get it when we get it. Cause you know they typically do the reunion after the season air. That's why sometimes we don't get the reunion till you know a week, two weeks later and shit like that. Right. Oh yeah. So mm, yeah. Mm. 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 Interesting. Mm. Very. Mm. So uh, very, 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 very interesting. Yeah, we might we, we might get more more theater. Next season, if they still stupid, (laughs) if if they (laughs) if they still there, (laughs) might get some, might be more caliente, might get some fireworks up in this motherfucker. Yeah, just imagine Junior and that dude that Lily cheated on him with fighting though. That is goddamn hilarious. The thought she (laughs) she she cheated with Naruto. All right, all right, okay, all right, all right. I was gonna say Itachi, but yeah, she cheated with an anime character. Cheated <laughs> with fucking Sephiroth. That's what. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. Um, but yeah. Um, I um. So what is? <laughs> so is it me or did Lily apologize to Cobra? But not really. So Lily is a homosexual, so she apologized <laughs> because she didn't have nowhere else to go, and I am so pissed that because I go up for women and. I love to drag a ho- a male homosexual, so it has been much to my dismay that the world has gotten a chance to see a female homosexual because that is exactly what Lily is. She is a goddamn homosexual, and she all but apologized to Cobra because Junior put her the fuck out. Hey, hey, you know what he <laughs> did. Hey, remember we was like, we don't know if Junior will stay home soon or not. Yeah, we got <laughs> our answer. He just ain't want Lily staying with him. 
That's even more hilarious. Yes, and I'm like, nigga, why did y'all do this in the first place? But then, why would like, and that just make you think about how completely disrespectful they are because you had somewhere to do this in complete privacy, and y'all chose to do the shit on Cobra's countertops. Right, and gave Junior a damn key to a place that his name ain't on the lease. Like, duh, nigga, everybody have to die. <laughs> like what are you no the fuck you're not okay I'm not even gonna ask are you okay because I know you're not okay by giving someone that don't live here and ain't name ain't on this lease a goddamn key to my shit hey that's why I do not do that roommate shit if ever there was something I could avoid in life it is having a roommate because nigga let me let, allow me to show you the Venn diagram of all the ways that you got me fucked up because I'll call the police on you. <laughs> hey. Hey. And then you know they're in Chicago, so you call Officer. 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 <laughs> this bitch gotta go. <laughs> you stupid. I'll be in that hole like Lil Wayne and Bobby V. Wee, 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 wee. Like, Mr. Officer, this motherfucker got to get up out my house. <laughs> I tried, Lord, and I started talking like color purple. Lord knows I tried. Lord knows. I, I tried to have a roommate. Lord knows I love Lily. Lord knows I do. But I'll kill her dad before she fuck this nigga on my counter. <laughs> <laughs> Too far? Okay, cool. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, Lily, you right. Lily is such a homosexual. Because I... Nigga, she she didn't even she. If I'm not mistaken, I could be tripping because I did when I watched. It, I watched it Thursday, and I might have forgot because you you know I drink. Um, but nigga, is it just me or she apolog? She didn't really apologize for fucking that nigga on the counter. She she apolog- was like she was like I didn't understand why you were so upset, but I I'm guess sorry. I can't. I guess I do kind of understand. So if I upset you, I'm sorry. Hey, bitch, no. Listen, apology is that. You did the you did the uh horizontal mambo on my where I eat my frosted flakes at. <laughs> like what? Like when your room is right there. Like you could have went in your room. Like you up here doing um uh, naked twister. Peep how she came back. When she came back, she had her luggage with her and shit. Yes. <laughs> she was like, hey, that was a so my nigga kicked me out. So girl, we cool? <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what it was. I'd have been like, nah. I mean, I'd have been like, we cool, but you still gotta go. You cannot stay here. Right. I would have been like, I accept your apology, uh, but you ain't got to go home, but you got to get the fuck up out of him. Cause you up here doing naked twister while I season this goddamn uh this damn roast that I'm about you, to put. You up here having sex where I season my catfish naked said, I know you got me fucked up. Right. Like you up here, you up here, you up here doing the, uh, you up here, you up here, you up here fucking while I make the goddamn, uh, make the goddamn, uh, holo, uh, the goddamn tacos with, like, what you doing? Like, are you okay? No, you not okay. Exactly. Up here fucking while I make the quesadillas. What is wrong with you? Uh, <laughs> but, uh, speaking, so, <clears throat> so yeah, Lily apologized, but not really to Cobra. Cobra accepted or whatever. Cobra was like, look, fuck it. I mean, whatever. But <laughs> Cobra was just happy to have a date. Cobra was just happy to get some pussy. Exactly. She was just happy to get some 
You saw her face when she told Lily that I got a date with a girl. She was so happy. It was it was a lot. Cobra is a weirdo. She, I, you know and I still is. don't. I still you still not about to convince me that uh, Cobra ain't never uh, fucked no woman before. That's what we not gonna do. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I know she done ate some pussy before. <laughs> Oh shit! She, she was what she said. It was what she said. What she told Lily was what seven or some years or five or something before she had contact with anybody. Yeah, she is. Cobra, you know what it is. Cobra is weird. She Cobra just want to be loved, and she do stupid stuff in the name of just wanting to be loved. We gonna come back to well. Let's just stay on Cobra and get her out the way. So yeah. Let's okay. Listen. First of all, Danielle always looked like she smelled like cat pee. So I don't know how, okay, too far, maybe, but I don't understand why Danielle is talking about she's a stylist when she can't even get her hair texture to match her goddamn weaves. I don't want Danielle to style, not even Stevie Wonder, and he can't even see what the fuck he be wearing. So no, Danielle, don't quit your day job as a receptionist. The other part... Hey, hey, listen, you about to howl. Danielle made this one comment and she said, I have dreams bigger than being a receptionist at a tattoo shop. Well, bitch, why you didn't follow on them dreams when you got fired from your goddamn job? Hey, that shit irked my nerves so bad. <laughs> said, I got dreams bigger than being. Well, you should have followed them when Ryan fired you. How about that? Hey, how she got bigger dreams, but she had to beg and try to strong arm her way to get her job back. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, <laughs> the math ain't mathing. <laughs> hey, hey, she got. <laughs> Hey, she got bigger dreams, but she flew across country where she didn't have no job. My dreams is bigger than being your dreams ain't shit. Hey, hey, why, hey if her dreams so big, why the front clothes on her wig always stretch to heel to Mount Olympus? How? That show was like, girl, hey, child. Hey, why, if she a stylist, why all her styles look like the best of city trends? Tell me why. And she had the only thing she did right was put Van Vig ass in the bear coat because he looked like a goddamn big black bear. Hey, did you see that motherfucker try to walk? He looked constipated as shit. He looked less like he had the boo boo. <laughs> he looked exactly like he was gonna be pissed if somebody didn't get off the toilet. <laughs> hey, he looked like hey, he he was walking he was walking like he clenched his butt cheeks together because he was about to shit on himself, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> He got his big ass in this day. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, I know you tired of my game of throw references, but he, they, he, she really had that nigga in some damn shit, like he was from Winterfield. <laughs> All right, that motherfucker. <laughs> I was howling with that. <laughs> I like you gonna put this big ass nigga in some damn fur. <laughs> well, he, hey, they put him in some damn fur, and his beard matched the fur. <laughs> so you. <laughs> You stupid. Hey, 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 look, Van got the same goddamn facial hair as Paul Pierce. Ugh. Exactly. Tell me I'm lying. I dare you. Nah, ain't nothing but truth there. 
<laughs> oh shit! But yeah, that year like a damn stylist. So I'm like, okay, oh no, hmm. oh, okay. But um, so um, okay, so backtrack real quick, but it all ties together. So Cobra ass go out with uh, go out with a woman, a, a, a black girl, and who a, is a black a stripper. Oh, stri- she's, yeah. she's a stripper and she do she look like her breast stink, but she does. She did have nice titties. She, she had that going for her. So yeah. let's nice titties know, I've seen on the show. So let's not let's not, you know, leave that out. But right. um, so they commenced to getting drunk as fucking fucking in the bathroom. Right. But what really so Danielle styled Cobra even though she looked like Bob the Builder. Okay. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I said it. Yes, I did. Yeah, she styled her, had her out here looking like Bob the Builder. <sighs> Bob the Build her. All right. <laughs> All right. What <laughs> the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> so, so in the, hey, that was uncalled for. I know, but oh well. <laughs> so. Go ahead, go ahead. So amidst amidst this styling that she quote supposedly did for Cobra or whatever, she lent her this watch, and Cobra loses the watch, and Danielle was like, "I have to get this watch back to the person that let me use it." And Cobra's like, "I lost it, I guess, because I was drunk. I don't remember. I could pay for it. Yada yada yada." Mm-hmm. And so the 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 Tinder date. I don't want to call. I don't want to be rude and be like the stripper. The right. girl. You don't want to say negative connotation. The girl um that she went on a date from Tinder. I can't remember her name honestly. Yeah. But um she jumps in like she said she don't got the watch. She lost it. Y'all trying to imply she stole it or she's a thief. And so honestly, it's like, well, if the shoe fit, because we remember what happened with the Ray Ban glasses, so Right. And then it's weird, like, why are you confident on this shit and you just met Cobra? Right. And then Charmaine, as usual, Charmaine is one of the biggest instigators this side of Carly Red. She really, dog. She really is the the black equivalent to Carla Red. She really is. She always she being everybody shit and talking the loudest, but can't keep her shit together. Can't keep her shit together, and also don't have no hands. Yeah, that's right. Cat did put hands and feet on her. Yeah, she did. Yeah, she did. But uh, but yeah, like I feel like I, I feel like Danielle was. I, I feel like Danielle handled that well. Because she has the right to be upset, but she didn't come to it like she was just like attacking Cobra. You know what I mean? Like she 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 had a right to be upset and you could tell that she was upset, but she wasn't like saying fuck Cobra and all this shit. She was like, Hey, you lost this, okay, so what can we do to resolve this? Like she talked like she had some sense and I thought she handled it well. Um I thought that Cobra got defensive. Um and she really don't have shit to say because, like, my nigga, I lent you that shit. Like, how the fuck could you lose that shit? But I feel like if it was just Danielle and Cobra having that conversation, it would have went a lot better. Yeah, I feel like the girl. I feel like the um the girl and Charmaine made that shit blow up way more than it needed to be. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because it's like on because one. 
for the girl, you just met Cobra. Why are you getting into some shit like this? Obviously, they know each other much longer than you have known Cobra. Like, why you... Like, look, I look, listen, whatever Cobra did in that bathroom, she turned her out, okay, I get it. But still, this ain't your this ain't your place, this ain't your business. On the other hand, Charmaine, nigga, this is Danielle and Cobra's issue. It ain't got shit to do with you. And then you did you not just make up with this motherfucker? So what the fuck are you doing being loud and instigating some shit that didn't at, at, causing trouble at an at an event for your cousin where your cousin does not need like this big old fight, blow up, yelling and screaming and all this shit. Like, and even Danielle was looking at her like, "Bitch, what are you doing? Like, it do- what? It don't need to be all this." That's Charmaine for you. Charmaine is she is such a damn goof. And like I said, she always trying to. She never takes an opportunity not to shake her ass and and wear shit to let us see that she ain't, she don't want no damn draws. And it's like. First of all, you first of all you showing you showing us your ass and you don't have no ass, so that's you know, like like what you doing. And then secondly, like you spend more time shaking your ass than you do having employment. Pretty much. So well yeah, Sham Charmaine is uh she is she she probably my least well no, Van Van still hold that crown as my most my my least like person on the show. But Charmaine is a goddamn close second. Cause she does way too much, way too often. Uh, so, so, so we're gonna talk about Ryan uh, potentially being a, a scumbag or not. So Ryan don't deserve Rachel, and I'm pretty, this. pretty pissed that I went up for him earlier this season when they got back together. Um, he is the trashiest of trashy. Yeah. You think that's why he always get uh, loud and defensive because he, he projecting because he know he don't fucked up so much? Yep. That's what I was thinking when I was uh when I was watching it because um because he like he like it's one thing to like not want to be questioned about your business, but like he damn near was like cussing Cobra smooth the fuck out. Like, goddamn, right? Shit. She just looking out. Right. It's like my nigga, like if I'm if I'm Cobra, I don't want my boss in some some old messy shit, but you know, hit dogs hollering. He hollered very, 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 very loudly. And it's like, oh, okay. Hmm. All right. Cool. So, all right then. And, um, <clears throat> and that nigga, that nigga couldn't take the stress of him being trash and then people talking, talking about him being trash and then all the foolishness caused by Charmaine. That nigga, that what, went into a damn cardiac arrest or some shit, didn't he? Had to rush that nigga to the hospital. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. We know he's gonna be okay because we saw the previews for next week. But nigga, the shit and hit the fan. Racial fans turned the fuck up. He so yeah. I think, I think uh, uh, so, so. Normally we talk, talk about what we're looking, looking forward, forward to. to. Um, I am looking forward to the. They calling it the summer finale, but yeah, they cat come. Yeah, so cat come back, and her and Ryan get into it. And I'm pretty much guessing Charmaine instigated it. Of course, because who the fuck else? Um, about the shit that he said when people asked him, like, was anything going on with him and Charmaine? And he was like, nah, not really type shit. Um, and she gonna ask Rachel, can they talk? She and in the preview, yeah, she about to come to her as a woman. And in the preview, Charmaine, uh, Kat is like, you really try to turn me into your side chick 
type shit. And so, yeah, it's going to get pretty interesting. And by interesting, you mean very, very, very messy. Yeah. It's going to be very, very messy. This nigga, this nigga, we went up for this nigga, Ryan, in the beginning of the season. We went up for this nigga to uh, asserting his authority. The nigga's trying to take over his shop like it ain't his shop. We went up for this nigga, and this nigga out here trying to be a goddamn Kurt Frost. I am disgusted. Like, I'm man. disgusted, but I am not shocked. Yeah. Yeah. I told you, I t- what I told you in the beginning, those militant, light-skinned niggas, you can't fully trust them. Militant, light-skinned niggas, you can't fully trust them. They might be good, but there's always a chance they'll go full scumbag. Yep. But that's uh that's it for Black in Chicago. But yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Damn, a summer finale already? God damn. Yeah, that's what they're calling it. Damn. Hmm. Shit. Oh, but um, okay, I, so we can go to Love and Hip Hop Hollywood and then we'll get up out of here. Um, so I am happy that Tiara um is getting Wait. the help. That yes. she needs. I'm happy that she is confronting her demons. I'm happy that she was honest about her demons. And I am really, really grateful. And I hope that I hope that this is the first step to a a, a, a speedy and great recovery. However, you know, however long that she needs to to recover and really get back on her feet, I'm glad that she's I'm, I'm glad that she's getting help. Uh, I was I was really um, I was really proud of her. And I just like I, said, I root for Tierra. I just want her to win. I just I just want her to win, and um, I, I think this is a good thing for her. Same. Now let's get to the messy part. How the fuck? Like <laughs> that was <okay>. crazy. <laughs> I listen. I understand what they were trying to do, but let me tell you why I feel like Monique can go to hell. You. <laughs> So you gonna have an intervention and invite your baby daddy that Tierra don't fuck with like that. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck is Fizz doing here? <laughs> we see this nigga the, we see this nigga but what a damn episode. <laughs> like, I was just a little slightly little pinch, little tinch, little tinch confused about, about the, little Fizz people. Uh, all the, yeah, all the people you got there, these the mother girl. Listen, Moniece. The other part is they should have been taking Moniece to somebody's rehab as well, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, that well, yeah, that's yeah, that's true. Mon- Moniece, Moniece is another of those could spot everybody problems but her own type of people. And so I do understand how that can be frustrating. Yeah. It's like it's like both of them need help. You know what I mean? It, you know what you know what 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 Monice and Tierra relationship remind me of? It reminded me of that that that's that um that episode in Insecure where Molly and Issa got the argument and both of them were right about each other. Yeah. That's what it reminded me of, because it's like Monice has issues and she need to be right along there with Tierra, but that also does not negate the fact that Tierra has issues and need help too. Correct. Right. So I also I, I was so okay, I'm confused. So cause like Lil Fizz, I was like, what the fuck is he doing here? But then when Tierra asked Neil to leave, I was like, well damn, are, are they not as close as I thought they was? I was confused by that one. Uh I don't think they are. 
Okay. And I'm which saying, is why I think, movie, but I was confused. Which is why, like when I said, like Monique was moving crazy to be having, you know, Nia all in her business and going to talk to Ratchet rancid ass Cisco. I was like, okay. Okay. Uh, now, okay. Yeah. Okay. It makes sense now because I was confused. So I'm like. I guess maybe the way they portrayed it or whatever, I thought they were close. They did portray it like they were much, much, much closer than they actually were. Okay. So, so, so Tierra and Monice were uh, close, but not Tierra and Neil. But they, they, but they did portray it like they were all. They were super close. Yeah. 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 They definitely did. And I was thinking about that too, because I'm like, I was thinking like, I, it, it, now it makes sense why. Do, even though Monique's heart was in the right place, how she went about it was shitty, and I I won't contest that at all. Um, I but I am happy that Tiara finally is getting the help that she needs, and I um I I I feel like everybody in that room was genuine. You know, when Monique kind of broke down and was talking about her issues and shit, I felt you know I felt like she wasn't bullshitting. Like I felt like everybody in that and when the the, the intervention person you know was t- was relaying her struggles to Tiara, like I felt that everybody was being genuine and that's what really got the Tierra and made her open up and be honest about it and shit. You know, like, yeah. so I, I, I thought that was pretty, I thought that was dope and I thought that was what she needed. She need she needed people to stop running around and, and not being honest with themselves and with her. And she just needed everybody to be vulnerable and allow her to be vulnerable and allow her to receive what she needed all along. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, uh, but so speaking of messy shit, <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we go there, can we please, please get Auntie Bridget Kelly off this goddamn show? Yeah, 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 yeah. They are trying so hard to make her to make Fetch happen with her, and Fetch is not gonna happen, babe. Yeah, they're trying to turn her into Nicki Minaj, and it don't work. It don't work. Like she is not, she is not pussy on your sideburn sexy. She is not. She is a singer. She can sing. Yeah, yeah. That hello, she can sing. She is a auntie, two stepping, good dress, good good wig, singing ass, blow you away with her voice as auntie. She is not a she is not a Snapchat you that pussy on Instagram type of person like no that's not that's not her like and they trying so hard to make it happen and it is it it, it is it is annoying to watch because it's it's like it's like how they are forcing chanel west coast on her on us they are forcing they are forcing ratchet bridget kelly on us and it don't work her name is fucking bridget kelly nothing about that is sexy or ratchet nothing about that so, like, you know it's bullshit because they, um, like, Ray J told her to change her goddamn name to something more sexy. Like, what what other signs do you need that you should not be trying to be nobody sex kidding right now? Exactly. Like, this nigga wants you to have a whole ass new name and, and persona like you fucking... Like you turn, like you a, a, a superhero and change, like and change clothes, like you fucking Superwoman in the booth or some shit. Like no, like what you doing? No, stop it. It's creepy. It's creepy. Bridget Kelly. It, it's, it's creepy. Almost, it's almost as forced as when Carla Red twerked. Almost. Almost. It's very creepy, Bridget Kelly. Very creepy. Just like let her, let her be a singing ass auntie, not a popping popping pussy ass auntie. Like it don't work. 
Like it's trying to, it's trying is, and it, when I say this comment, this is not about Bridget Kelly's shape. It is not about how she built because she, in my opinion, she's built fairly nice. She's a, a very attractive woman. Uh, when I'm making this comment, it's like trying to turn a Rubik's cube into a circle. It don't work. It, it don't yeah, work it's not. All. It's not working at all. Um, and her and her uh, her boyfriend is not. Ha- that nigga started having flashbacks because she admitted to while uh, her and I forget the, the boyfriend's name. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't quite know his name, but she has cheated on him quite a bit. Yes, and, and he stayed with her like a real king. I'm yes. just joking. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just joking. This is one of those this is one of those things where people could uh some people can forgive cheating and move forward and some can't and he yeah. can. But I do agree that the direction her career is going is very trash. And I also wanna ask if Ray J know what's hot, why he ain't had all the hot songs. Well and my right, like if he know what's hot, then how come he ain't like A one right now? Nobody wants Ray J music. <laughs> like go home and be a go home and be a family man, Ray J. That's what you need to be doing. That's that's what's best for you, buddy. Right, like yo your Rays ain't Jaying. Oh boy. yeah, his his sperm count did go back up. It's up to it, normal now. Yeah, it did. Like when in the middle of the session, Princess called that nigga because she was ovulating. Like, how do you work with somebody that will drop what they doing? Business wise, to to go home and screw their wife and leave you to make a dumbass video, right? That's what and that's what her boyfriend said. She was like, "Do you know where he going right now? He going home to fuck his wife, while you and left you here for the video shoot. Like, what you what? Huh? What? Why are we here again? But yeah, I, th- I yeah, Bridget Kayla Line story doesn't really. It's not appealing. It's it's, just... it's it's not appealing at all. It uh yeah it's yeah it's very it's, it's, it's pretty much. It's pretty oh. mundane, and yeah. it's a Monday. The storyline is a Monday. We could do without it, honestly. Yeah. But speak, but getting to mess. So, uh, <laughs> so everybody basically have a come to Jesus moment. It's like all of our problems stem from Masika, Zell, Monice, Alexis, Lyrica, Mister Ray. Everybody problems stem from the fact that Masika and Alexis. Got beef and Masika scary as fuck and want to dress it. So they have a damn come to Jesus moment <laughs> in which Mo- Monice apologized to Lyrica, um, Alexis apologized to Ray, um, but Zell was like, fuck it, I ain't apologizing for shit. <laughs> and I'm like, nigga, you so damn petty. <laughs> yeah, Zell is very petty. <laughs> He's like, I ain't apologizing for shit. And then, then he um he tackle try to tackle him at the come to Jesus moment or at the party. I can't remember. Uh, this was at the party, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, all right. But yeah, Zell is so damn petty. He was like, "I love that all my all my girls are, are, are getting are getting back together because my bitches is too cute to be fighting." But he was like, "But I but I ain't forgiving everybody." I'm not forgiving that big old blowfish, Mr. Ray. I'm like, Zia, you so goddamn rude. <laughs> like, nigga. Hey, they didn't call it, uh, Mr. Ray every type of fat possible this season. Nah, n- nigga, they, they have called him every, they have called him every fat insult under the sun. My God. And, and it's, uh, and it's, it's so lopsided. Like, 
the only thing that Z- that Ray can throw at Zell is that Zell is ghetto, and Zell like I know, like you, <laughs> like you trying to you trying to play, you trying to play spades with somebody that don't give a fuck, dog. That shit don't work. We have seen that shit too many times. You you can't do shit with somebody that don't have nothing to lose, or at least something that if you can, you can only hurt somebody with something derogatory more more often than not if they let you. Like if you call me. And, I, and you know what? But honestly, I don't see why Ray don't do the same thing. You know, wherever wherever Zell throw some fat insults, why I don't see why Ray don't be like, yeah, I know I'm fat, bitch. And like, I don't see why he don't do that. Uh, cause he insecure. So oh, I yeah. mean, one yeah. thing about Zell, Zell is a t- he a regular kind of mean girl. He can hone in on your insecurities really quickly. Yeah. yeah. Really, really quickly. Yeah. He could pick up on them really quickly, like most mean girls can. So. He knows that Mr. Ray is just really insecure about his weight and his looks. Yeah, and he go for that every time he go for the jugular, every time, every time, and every he get, time he get Ray out of his own, and Ray be winning the fight. Every time it never fails. Uh, so, <laughs> so Zell is also the master of petty because he he. He find out what what was it that yeah Ray was throwing some kind of event. Zell decide he gonna have a party and he gonna throw the party right next door to the event that Ray had. That that prompt that prompts Ray and Moniece to come to the event and then that's when they have the damn come to Jesus moment that hey all of our issues stem from the seeker. Yeah. And then then the next and then what happens next is Masika. Okay, I want to know. So I so so what does Masika do over in avoid fights? Because she she one she got a cosmetic line or whatever. Now she she an artist and singing, which I okay girl I didn't know. So like what does Mas- the only concrete consistent thing we see Masika do is run away from fights. So what the fuck does she do? Um. So if you watched, if you were to go back and watch season one. The way Masika and Youngberg met up was he was trying to develop her as an artist. Mm. So, two, she has a pretty decent voice because even last season when she was working with uh that little mousy girl husband, Max and Brandy, um, they had a they were doing making decent music. Just Brandy wasn't gonna let it happen. Oh, so, yeah. so that's that's kind of that. Oh yeah, because that's the one that uh Monique said that thing about her son, right? Like yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, but yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. So she have a, they go to the event and and everybody rolled up in there. Alexis came in there. Zell came in there. Uh, I can't remember who else came. Was it Lyrical? Did Lyrical um, come with them, or was Lyrical already there? I'm not I know sure. Ray and Monique were there. Yeah, I don't remember. I would have to go back and watch, but it was everybody. I know, and, and and Nasal Lee was there. Where the fuck Nasal Lee come from? That girl, she's still ugly. So I really don't have much to say about Hazel. She kind of, she more re- she's more relevant, but thinks she's relevant. So yeah, yeah. She she got delusions of grandma. She the Jocelyn of Love and Hip Hop um, Hollywood. Thinks she bigger than she is, but thinks she big. Think she is. You know how Jocelyn thought she would thought she was Atlanta. That's how um how how Nasalie is. She thinks she Hollywood when it's like nah, you you not you not. So they everybody wrote everybody that has a common problem that stems from Masika 
shows up and Masika. I I want to know. Okay, so here's my thing. So Masika's whole thing is I'm not making, in her words, hoes famous. Uh, then how did you get famous? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I mean, we pretty much kind of deducted that Alexis is mad because she, because is mad at at Masika for pulling a Masika, even though it, from all intents and purposes it seemed like Alexis pulled a Masika herself. But it's like you, the way you got famous was confronting motherfuckers. So how come motherfuckers can't do it for you? Exactly. How how come how come how come like that ain't that 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 ain't how this works? You can't you can't get your rise by confronting motherfuckers and having all this mouth. But then when it's when it's when it's on you, then I don't want to give this bitch no airtime. Like nigga, that motherfucker's gonna get airtime regardless. Like same thing like how Nasal E thinks she is is Hollywood. Like you ain't loving hip hop. Um, Hollywood yourself, like nigga, motherfucker. We know who all these people are. Like, Ale- we know who Alexis is. So, so, like, her shine is solidified. Like, we we know we, we don't need to. We don't need your name attached to Alexis Sky to know who Alexis Sky is at this point. Like, we know who Alexis Sky is. So, you not making her any fame more, any more famous by having your name attached to it. And the drama is already there. So like what you just say, you scared, scared of this motherfucker. You don't want to fight and then leave it at that. Like it's no, it's no deeper issue in that. You yeah. just don't want to fight this motherfucker. It's that's literally it. Yeah. That I mean, literally. again, again, like, and Ale- this, Alexis said it too. She was like, I wouldn't want to have shit to say to M- Masika if she wasn't always on social media trying to be a bully and talk shit and talk crazy like she was like uh, be quiet then everybody would be good exactly like you can't throw stones and then hide your hands but then want to act like you're above it all and you don't give bitches no shine well well, you're giving them plenty shine on social media so give them shine on camera right you just she just don't want to see them hands like that really is it like she can try to spin it and she can try to spin it any other way she won't but yeah, nah, you just in this situation, you just don't want to see these hands, because even though the, the beef probably is kind of like that, that meme of Spider-Man pointing at himself, you don't want to address the elephant in the room that yeah, Alexis got a point about you. Like, that's it. Yeah. That is um, all so, with that being said, two two pieces of hilariously funny shit came strolling down the timeline this week. <laughs> One, Zell and Alexis made a diss track aimed at Masika and taking some shots at Mr. Ray. And the shit is fucking hilarious. I posted it. Uh, I retweeted on the Ratchet Ramblers timeline. And by the time this air, I'll retweet it again so that you can listen to it. And yeah. two, it is rumor. I don't know how true it is. Um, I won't. Com- I won't say that it is true until I start to see the pregnancy pictures popping up on Alexis Scott Instagram. Right, but supposedly she is currently pregnant by Fetty Wap. What makes you want to get pregnant by Fetty after he is no longer musically relevant? Right, and by all, and he he has like eight thousand kids. Yeah, he has eight thousand kids, and from all accounts, what from from far as what I have gathered, he is an he is a deadbeat dad. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's been rumored that he is a deadbeat father. Right, allegedly. Allegedly, he's a deadbeat father. So, what the fuck would make you... Why would you... Like, what are you, like Alexis, baby, what you doing? Like, so if Being this desperate. is... So, if this is true, it kind of really does make your beef with, with Masika null and void. Honestly, I mean, she's still scary, but... It's like y'all both in the same boat, sis. So like, what? Well, no, I don't think so. Cause the 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 beef really started because Alexis was actually Fetty's girlfriend. Like he uh, was claiming her and everything. They was showing up in pictures together, all of that. They were officially a couple while he was on the road at some point in California. Cause remember, Alexis just moved out to California to be on Hollywood. Oh yeah. So, I don't know where she's from. Maybe Miami. I thought it was Atlanta. Oh, okay. Atlanta. Yeah. So, while Fetty was on tour, Mystica started fucking him. Oh. And ended up pregnant. Mm, and she don't want to admit that shit. Yeah. She she don't want to own up to it. So, that's Alexis B for her. But, again, you can only get but so mad at Mystica because the burden of respecting your relationship falls on the two people in a relationship. But like Alexa said, all this internet thugging and chit chatting and talking shit, and now you don't want to give me no airtime. You don't want to get your ass whooped. Yeah, and, and that's like all said, that is. And like we said, the the beef may be the if you know if what we speculate about about Alexis and uh, Lucci's baby mama, how they you know between that that it may be the Spider Man you know mean point that Spider Man mean, but still. Yeah, it's wrong. Yeah, I feel like at this point, um, Masika and Alexis were never friends. So her having like super beef with Masika, I think most of it is stemming from her talking shit on the internet all the time. Yeah, yeah, because isn't Masika's whole thing is like she, like, isn't the thing where like Masika is basically like calling her a thot and a side piece and all this shit, but it's like sis technically really that's you. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah, I I feel like yeah, in, in that case then yeah, I feel like Alyssa's beef with Masika is 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 valid. You know, the thing with her with her and Lucia baby mama, like yeah, we suspect that yeah, they were friends and she got with that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> they knew each other. She got with that nigga when they were friends, but you know we we still have more on that story. But yeah, I feel, yeah, her her shit with Masika is valid because yeah, because it's like you you and Fetty what you may have the baby by Fetty, but you y'all you were never together. He and Alexis Alexis were so yeah, but yeah. Not only is Masika's heels dirty, but she running them heels more than like she got down Forrest Gump. So yeah. But yeah, like we will definitely share that that video, the the video of Zell and Alexis this towards Masika. We will definitely uh, share that on the Ratchet Ramblers uh, twi- uh, Twitter page. That shit was fucking hilarious. And Zell alluded to Masika having a sex tape, and from the image of the video, Jesus Christ! If that if if it's true, Jesus Christ. See. I may have to renounce Masika. I, I have to renounce Masika as my problematic face because this is just too damn much. Not her having the sex tape, but if a legend is true in the in the in the in the images in there, it's the images is is, is allegedly her and some fat white man, and that is where I draw the goddamn line. Yeah. 
if you're going to fuck somebody, fuck somebody attractive, not some old, decrepit, fat white man. No. Yeah, because it basically seems like you she's she's escorting, which is nothing wrong with, with sex work, but admit to it. Stop trying to hide and lie about it like you just some grade A business mogul with all these little businesses and you was out here fucking uh, Johns off the street. Like, it just, the, the screen steals look really terrible. Which, yeah. those steals are in the little video clip uh for the disc for the disc track so when you listen to it make sure you look at the little video because they do show some steals of this alleged sex tape yeah and then not even so like like the thing is it's not so much as like if she has a sex tape and like it's what she's trying to hold over alexis's head that's really more or less my issue with it you know what i mean like, don't try to put Alexis down like she's just, you know, the scum of the earth when you got stuff on, like, both both of you can be your own, women, own woman. You just don't have to put Alexis down when, like I said, she, like, you have no say about what, how she moves and how she is and calling her, you know, a thigh and talking about her sexuality and, and, and clocking her pussy when... Your, your pussy been clocked. Like, let both of y'all pussies be pussies and y'all do what y'all do, you know? That's the only thing. And, like, you was wrong because, yeah, you, fuck, you fucked her man while they were together and got a baby. So, yeah. Nah. Don't try to hold some morality over a Lexus guy. Like, nah. <laughs> you can't do that. So, yeah. But, um, I think that about wraps it up. Um... Thank you all for tuning in with us. Um, I know this is kind of a longer episode. Um, we didn't expect to talk about football-wise that long, but they finally delivered us some drama. Uh, Candice, you got any closing thoughts? Yeah, just uh, continue to listen. Thank you for all the support to those that listen and share. Um, thank you to the guests that we've had on, Rod, uh, Lexi, uh, Trillificent. Uh, make sure you check out uh, Rod's podcast, The Black Guy Tips. Um, check out Gay Side Stories. Continue to listen to Crown and Collards. Go to CSPN.us and listen to some of the other great podcasts. And uh, follow the show Twitter because the more people that we get following us, the more we will interact and we always live tweet our favorite ratchet shows so yeah that's all i got for now yeah and if it's some if it's some ratchet stuff that you um, would like me and candace's um opinion on just let us know and we will check them out and um give our thoughts and stuff you know it's not just limited to um vh1 stuff you know it's we enjoy we we are we enjoy all, all forms of ratchet tv we are ratchet connoisseurs over here at ratchet rappers yes so, we are so yeah Um, But thank you all for listening, and we will talk to y'all next week.